I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And welcome to the Husker Online post-game live show. Sean Callahan, Steve Sipple, Robin Washett. We're with you a little bit earlier than we probably anticipated, but uh, when you cover a game that's 45-7, to seven, uh, like we saw here, a game that got over within three hours, uh, that was really decided by the second quarter, we get done earlier. So we can yeah. come to you earlier with our post-game show. <laughs> and guys... I wrote this, the, the margin for error we knew for Nebraska was little in this game. They had very little. It almost felt like when it was 14 nothing and Heinrich Harburg didn't get that fourth and one, the game was over at that point. You just kind of knew the way Michigan came out, that opening drive, then they get the turnover and score off the turnover. The, the game just took on a whole new life at that point. And from that point on, I mean, Nebraska got a good lesson of what it's going to take to play at the highest level, Matt Rule got a good lesson what it's going to take to play at the highest level of this conference. So the game was essentially over, if, if your assessment is correct, um, in the first quarter. Because <laughs> that was in the first quarter. Well, the 21 nothing, 14 0. It was like basically the final plays of the first quarter. Yeah. But the yeah. style they play, Michigan, you can't get down more than two possessions. Yeah. I, I get where you're coming from, but. I mean, and this is not popular. I get it. I'm not. This is. I'm not really into popular takes, and I'm not really into sugarcoating it. Yeah, yeah. Michigan's way better, and and Rule did a good job in the post game of walking this balance of disappointment versus. Hey, we just played the number two team. Reality. Well, yeah, we played the number two team in the country. Well, first of all, I would say they're not the number two team in the country, and second of all, Nebraska didn't show up ready for a fight. I mean, you guys can sugarcoat it, say what you want. Michigan's way better, and there's nothing Nebraska could have done. Yeah, there's there's stuff Nebraska could have done. They didn't they didn't bring the fight to Michigan at all. Now maybe they're not ready to do that. I don't get that. I really don't understand that part. There, there's a lot of veterans on this team. I guess they're just beaten down. There's always this all this lot of psycho babble around here about how you just can't, you know, you just can't get over these mental hurdles. That I guess I don't know. That it's very abstract. I don't know what they look like. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it gets a little tiring. And today was, I was, I thought it was immensely disappointing, immensely disappointing. Yeah. And to the point of that game being over after that failed fourth down conversion, that's it. So much of that was because of the way the defense was being dominated for Nebraska to win. It needed to ride its defense. Like it had been doing all season long and the way that they were just unable to do anything to stop Michigan's running game yeah. where Michigan was just doing what it wanted at the line of scrimmage, the push they were getting on what had been the strength of Nebraska's entire team right. all season long. Like that was startling. To startling. Me. And let's not, I don't, I want, I don't want to do this thing where we say Michigan's this unbeatable force. They were Nebraska 49th. Like they were 49th nationally in rushing offense against a terrible schedule. Okay. 
49th nationally in rushing offense, 60th in total They offense. don't play a style, though, that it's meant to put up big stats. They squeeze you, and they they crush you, but they're, they're, they're not a stat offense-type team. No. They're not. Boy, Green did they're a, they're a boa constrictor, right. not a cobra. Like, right. okay, J.J. McCarthy threw for 156 yards, but he was 12 of 6 with two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. It felt like he threw for 300. Mm-hmm. Like, their style is not stat-driven. Like it's not it's possession. It was driven. last year, apparently. I it, mean, no, it's possession well, driven. Yeah, no, they were they were a high ranking unit last year, Michigan. I mean, they had to. Yeah, they were. They haven't been pushed. You got to wonder how much they were just going through the motions with how bad that schedule was. Like, well, I do think they came in determined to make a. Yeah, state. like they they had motivation this yeah. time. And I think I think you're going to see a different Michigan team going forward, starting today and then going forward the rest of the year than what we saw. The first I just wanted to see more attack. I'm not gonna. I mean. Oh, I'm with you. Nebraska what's what's concerning to me is you know not just the fact that physically Nebraska's defensive front seven was getting pushed around. Matt Rule wouldn't go as far in saying that, but they were getting pushed around. But then you hear him talk about they were having all these missed assignments right. and communication errors, and guys weren't being where they were supposed to be. Like that hadn't happened all oh. year, but then they get to this stage against right. this caliber of performance, and all of a sudden guys don't even know what they're supposed to do anymore. Michigan, well, Michigan, how does that happen? Well, Michigan does have a more elaborate run game. It doesn't look real elaborate, but there's a lot of gap schemes um, that pullers, and it can be confusing. And maybe they, it's probably they got a little confused at times. Um, it is what it is. I mean, I I just I didn't expect this. Maybe you guys did. That's, I don't know what you picked. I, Sean, did you pick a closer game? I mean, I had twenty-seven thirteen. Yeah, um, I thought. The defense. Now, granted, I didn't think Deshaun Singleton would get hurt on the second play. I thought Luke Reimer was going to play, and I thought Cam Linhart was going to play. That's three of their top eleven. Yeah, I don't defenders. use that as an excuse. I'm not using it as an excuse. Yeah. It's two. It's three of their top players on defense. Nah, that, that you are, can you could just as easily say teams will rally in that situation and say we're going to win it for these guys. Yeah, Luke Reimer was hospitalized on mm-hmm. Saturday morning. They weren't expecting that. Right. Deshaun Singleton got hurt second play. They weren't expecting that to put Tommy Hill. A lot of teams will say, "Hey, we're going to dig in for these guys." Yeah. But Nebraska's not a, the Nebraska's in a different spot right now. They're, yeah, they're, apparently they are. Well, they're develop they're developing <laughs> under a new coach. Yeah, get simple margarita. No, I don't need one. He's I don't. Li- no, I don't like coming in here. No, I'm not a grump, Sean. <laughs> I don't like coming in here and just giving fans a litany of excuses. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. No, they they didn't tackle well. They 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 had poor run fits. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't know if that's doing anybody any good. Just to say, well, they had these injuries, and you know, they're just not as good as Michigan. So you know, don't play the game. I mean, why bother then? Well, I think the whole stadium. I mean, the whole. You know, it just felt like everybody was scared in there. I mean, the way the ticket market looked, mm-hmm. um, just the way the crowd was pregame. Mm-hmm. You know, when Michigan came in here in 2021, Nebraska had just beaten Northwestern and played maybe the best game of the Frost era. Yeah. And that night, everyone's like, we're going to beat Michigan. Uh-huh. And they almost did. This night did not stay, did not feel like that. It's hotter than hell. I like it. Yeah. It, it was it, hot for Michigan, too. I mean, no, I'm just saying it just didn't feel the same like when right. these teams met a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And that was the Michigan, Michigan team. Michigan didn't look like they were bothered by anything. No. They have, zero, they have zero penalties. Okay. They're no number penalties. two, though. How hey, here's far the, here, Yeah, here's the deal. You're comparing, like, one of the best teams in the country to a team that's in year one of a complete rebuild. And so, like, you can say Nebraska has no excuses, but this, it's not on an excuse. One hand, on one hand, it's we reality. say they're a bowl team. It's reality. That, so, are we changing? Nebraska's not that good. Are we, they were the top three teams. They were the conference. Conference. Well, Everybody knows that. Are, are, so, so, are we just giving up on the whole bowl 
thing? I mean, no, no. They could still did you look at this game? Did you look at the, this game at the beginning of the season and say, "Wow, Nebraska's got a chance against Michigan"? Hell no. I thought you said they, they were going to lose. Well, I didn't think that. Everybody yeah. said they were going to lose. I never. Thought Everybody they thought they were, there was seventeen point dogs. I, I, there were three score underdogs. I never thought they'd win, but I thought there'd be a fight. Yeah. Okay. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not going to come in here and just act like it's okay to not fight. Yeah. I mean, you got to do that. That's fine. You're grown men, but they, they didn't they didn't match Michigan's intensity on and they're on their home field. Yeah. Michigan they, came in Nebraska's home field and beat them in intensity. The crowd was not a factor really at all either. I mean, no. there might have been a couple little I mean, moments. Players players determined that. And yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like Nebraska had to play better to make the crowd be a factor. Yeah. The crowd was not a factor. I mean, all right. Simple. It's gonna make this hour interesting. Let's say that. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna give into it. I mean, you just—they didn't match. No. Are, are you telling me they matched Michigan's intensity? Well, no. Okay, you can be as intense as you want when you're completely outclassed by your opponent. It doesn't really. What did matter. you write in Tunnel Talk from your is there, anonymous source? Is there is there ups? There, is, is, there's upsets in this world. How do you think that happens? Yeah, well, there's massive upsets. What did your source say? About upsets Michigan? don't happen when you're down 14 nothing out of the gate. Well, you work. wrote Michigan has more talent in every position. Than Nebraska, yeah. per a former Big Ten or Power Five coach. But I thought some intangibles would work in Nebraska's favor. I thought the rush defense would would keep them in it. Scheme. No, I no, I thought Nebraska's rush defense would keep them in it. I didn't think they'd get pushed around like that. Um, you take Reimer and Singleton out, though, it changes the, the those two of their best guys. Are they are they not? Are you saying that those guys would they, wouldn't have helped they're, Nebraska? They're, they're both at positions of depth. That both guys play at positions of depth. So you think Tommy Hill moving back to safety was the same player as Deshaun Singleton, who who the secondary guys, that's Robin, they don't sub those guys. Those guys play the whole game. And Not nearly as much on the other I two. Thought, I saw that. No, I I mean, I, do you, I don't. Do you think the score would have been different with those guys? I mean, they would have maybe gotten some better third down tackles. Yeah. Like, I mean, they were in position for a lot of third down tackles. Yeah. Hey, how many, how many tackles did Javin Wright miss? Is he I, playing if Luke Reimer's on the field? I don't know. I mean, I guess, yeah, maybe the score would have been close with those guys. It's hard for me to imagine. So there was a way Nebraska could win this game and needed to be stout against the run. They weren't. They needed to not turn the ball over. They did. And they needed to be able to create plays offensively both on, in, in both levels, and they didn't. Need so, like, good on special teams. So, too, all, they like, they had a – sure, certainly they had a chance at an upset if all of these things and Absolutely. all these stars aligned, but right out of the gate, when you turn the ball over in your second play from scrimmage, mm-hmm. when you have a guy catching a touchdown over the back of your starting safety, like things unraveled quickly on Nebraska. And to your point about them not being, you know, I guess in it mentally. Well, I'm not saying they weren't in it mentally. I'm saying they didn't they have didn't. the intensity like that. That yeah. intensity flew out the window right away. That opening drive with the way that game started. Michigan went down on a six minute drive. I mean, that, that took that was kind of then then the first or second play you throw a pick. All those factors second you're play. talking to don't have anything to do with matching Michigan's intensity. Nothing. Zero. No, any all those kind of excuses you lay out have nothing to do with matching intensity. When you're when, when they you, did when you start 14 nothing after the first seven minutes of the first quarter, mm-hmm. you don't think that impacts intensity? Well it does, but you, you were down 14 0 because you didn't match your intensity. I mean, that's 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 the bottom line. And did, yeah, then you're screwed, yeah. you know, for sure.
Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. All right. If you're just joining us, thank you very much. You're watching the Husker Line post-game live show. Sean Callahan, Steve Sipple, Robin Washa. The show brought to you by Caldera Lab. If you're looking, gentlemen, for a great uh, skincare regimen, I urge you to check out Caldera Lab. Uh, they've got a great product. Um, easy steps. Takes a few minutes every morning. Uh, put it on in the morning. Uh, put it on before you go to bed at night. 94% of men have shown improvement uh, by using Caldera Lab. Uh, helps keep your face looking fresher, younger. Uh, we've got a special offer for our Husker Online viewers. Just go to calderalab.com. Use promo code Husker um, to get on uh, with our 20% off code. That's calderalab.com, promo code Husker. Thank you again to Caldera Lab for sponsoring us here on the Husker Online postgame show. All right, let's get back into the discussion. I want to talk about Heinrich Harburg here, guys, um, and, and what we thought of him, 14 to 25, 199. Now, Michigan um, really did take away the run. He had a 16-yard run. He was sacked, though, four times. Um, so, you know, his protection was not there for a lot of the day, like has been the norm in a lot of these games. Uh, but I, I did think there were some moments – as a thrower where he looked good at times. You're like, all right, he's got something there. Mm -hmm. The way he was getting rid of the ball. Um, he found those little slant routes a few times up the middle um, and finished with almost 200 yards passing. Uh, no other quarterbacks, by the way, guys saw action in this game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was all right. I, I just watched mostly the first half. Cause I was writing in the second. He was, yeah, he was fine. I mean, he didn't, I mean, the early pick really hurt. Yeah. Um, ball it's a batted pass. Yeah ball got tipped at the camp line. was open and if the ball's not hit it's a completion that hurt i mean that really hurt um i don't know how i don't know his he drops his arm a lot um sam McEwen asked rule about that in the post game he's an old baseball player yeah um he got three batted that that's probably an issue and I, it was obviously an issue in this case but yeah i think by and large he's he's the guy i mean that's i think that's become pretty clear yeah with the way that michigan was able to control the qb run game yeah. i thought that really oh, gave yeah. They they oh, yeah. contain the edges so they wouldn't let him get those you know option sweeps and keepers that he was getting the last two games, and then they also did a really good job of containing their read option to where they were taking him away and making him hand it off. And right now, uh, with the way Nebraska was blocking up front, you know those between the tackles runs on the zone read just weren't there. So nine carries minus two yards, two fumbles, both recovered. But Ooh, yeah. uh, when when you're getting that, <laughs> that out hurts. of Harburg, that really puts your offense in a bad spot. Yeah, you knew. I mean, what I was told, Sean referred to tunnel talk, is that that when you play a team like Michigan or really good defenses, speed option, option in general is going to be really hard because they're pro players. Yeah, and their their ends. You saw their ends, yeah. big time ends, um, big time outside linebackers. They flow really well. I mean, the the end can take the quarterback and the pitch guy. They're that good. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, how it, much option do you see in the NFL? Exactly. And that's I mean, exactly. And the Big Ten is a exactly. what type of league? Right. It's that. It's the closest 
college league to the NFL, and that includes the SEC. You saw that. Michigan's tough on defense. I like Michigan's defense better than I like their offense. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really good. There are they're really good. There's no, I mean, they're like it's like very they're they're rolling as a program. They really are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think they came in to make a statement today. They said as much. Yeah. Three hundred Nebraska's you know, Nebraska was was um number one ranked defense in the nation. And they said, okay, we'll see. We'll see what rush looks defense. Like. Rush. Yeah. Rush defense. So number one, rush defense in the nation, you know, that Michigan was saying to its guys, all right, let's see, let's see what this looks like. No question. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, number of super chats piled up. First of all, uh, <laughs> the great Paul, Jake Jacobson, um, uh, Husker tapes is his real name. And by the way, his son's on the film crew. I've seen him in the press box, Paul. I uh, just wanted to throw a shout out, um, that he enjoys watching Robin's show and the two other guys that talk in the background. So Robin <laughs> is quickly – Robin, by the way, knocked it out of the park on Big Red Wrap-Up this week. Oh, Thank he did. You. And Thank even you. Coach Rule this summer said, I like this guy better than Sean and Sip. So Just trying to be like you guys. Robin is the more sensible – I'm the most <laughs> sometimes sensible, <laughs> sensible one of the crew. Sometimes. Um, yeah, I'll just – yeah, go ahead. I was going to get to our keep next reading. Super Chat. Yeah, keep yeah. reading. Okay. Keep reading. Um, Spark Adventures chimes in. This is what Nebraska football does to us. It will it'll be all right, guys. We just need to come out Friday and get a win. And exactly I right. agree with that, Spark. I, I feel like Illinois, by the way, got drummed by Purdue today. Drummed. Really? Yes. And so <laughs> what is that going to be like in Champaign on Friday know. night? I mean, how many people that live in the Chicago area are going to say, let's haul down to Champaign? Not many. So I think Nebraska is getting a break going. But on the other hand, Illinois is going to be desperate to play well, too. I mean, that's going to be a, a desperate game for both teams mm-hmm. to go in there and win. God, I hope Friday it is. Night. I hope Nebraska plays desperate. That's yeah. what you hope to see. Well, that's what Rule said, you know, after that thing. He said, uh, You're going to find out. Yeah. He said, you know, you can take it what, what you want away from this game, but Friday, that's when you're going to learn everything you need to know about this team, how yeah. they respond. God, I hope they're pissed. These next four or five days are going to be absolutely critical for not only defining what this upcoming matchup is going to be, but really for their entire season. I, I hope the team is more pissed than what I'm hearing from media and, and fans. I mean, I hope like there's this level of acceptance, like, well, Michigan was too good. There's no nothing you can do. I hope the team doesn't feel like that. Like, I hope it's not just, guys, there's nothing we can do against the team. Like, you can't, man, if that's the attitude in there, that's trouble. It's the toughest game they're going to play by far. Right. I mean, Maryland's the next toughest, right? I mean, I guess. Iowa lost their quarterback today. We don't know how long McCarthy's going to be out or McNamara's going to be out. I hope their level of acceptance with this stuff is really low. Like, I mean, like they, I hope this great on them in a big way. Cause this is bad. These are, that's a bad loss now. I mean, you got embarrassed on your home field. They almost got shut out. Right. In front of 87,000. Right. And usually when a team plays that, but you usually don't have 87,000 fans coming to watch right. you. That's, that's what's unique about Nebraska. Through all this historic losing the program's been on, the crowd keeps coming. And it almost mounts – I mean, you hate to – I know you're going to disagree with me, but mm-hmm. it just kind of mounts the pressure even more mm-hmm. to deliver a product to meet the eyeballs. I agree. No, I agree with you. Like, I think that's If you're good. a player, like you're like, God, like these people keep showing up and we're stinking up the joint. Yeah. Or we haven't played to the level that they want us to play. And – you know, shouldn't be that easy for Michigan. That's what I, I know you guys are mad at me, but that's what I'm getting at. It shouldn't be that easy. It should not. I, I'm never going to give into that. It should not be that easy. Eight of 13 on third down. They were, they're convicting, they're com, 
converting third and shorts easily. That had nothing to do with being down 14 to zero. They're doing that. Michigan was doing that before 14 zero. Easy, easy third and shorts. Fourth and shorts, nothing to Michigan against Nebraska. Yeah, go for it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Get it no matter what. It shouldn't be that easy. That's all I'm saying. I don't care what the circumstance is at that point. 14 0 pass off a helmet. I don't care what the score is. It shouldn't be that easy. They they could they could convert third downs at will. And early on, you're right, Michigan. I mean, they had a ball that got tipped. Good teams would have picked that off. Mm-hmm. I mean, it floated up there. And Nebraska, I mean, they weren't in position and it dropped down. Mm-hmm. The the touchdown in the end zone to start the game was into double coverage. Mm-hmm. A good team might have picked that off or at least gotten a hand on it. I mean, yeah, and there are many plays that easy plays that Nebraska just didn't make. They missed open field tackles on third downs that mm-hmm. led to first downs. It wasn't just the easy conversions. There were plays where Nebraska had them dead to rights and they just let them go. And then Heinrich Harburg, you know, on the, on the quarterback draw, the fourth yeah. and one. Okay. Yeah. He got timid and he like tried to jump. <laughs> I he, didn't he mind admitted it. He, I, he said he as much that he got, he got timid he got and timid. got shook up and Damn. just needed to put his head down and run like he did the first two games. But because it was Michigan, for whatever reason, he decided to do something completely different and totally out of his uh, mo. I got crushed on Twitter for agreeing with that call. I like the call, and I like I like the style of the call. I like taking your six foot five, two hundred twenty five pound quarterback and running him at the line of scrimmage, full yeah. go, and taking a shot at. So it. they go and score. It's fourteen well, seven. It's a totally new ball game. Rule, I like that rule. Said like under center, fourth and inches. Teams don't get that on Michigan, and and you saw the you look. Saw the I look. mean, they they came up trying oh my to do gosh. that. Yeah. It, it looked like six tanks coming up the middle. There was no way. There was no way he was going to go I mean, under center and get that. They had every inch covered. Yeah. It, I mean, there's. It was unblockable. Like, yeah. It would. They would have been very fortunate. It was a. Hey, it was a long one. It wasn't like yeah. a short one. I mean, it was a full one. It's hard against that defense because what do you do? You bounce. Try to bounce something outside. They're really good. They're really good flowing to the ball. I don't know. Six inches, man. It, well, no, gotta, no, no. It was a full yard. Well, Harburg said it was six inches, and he said that. Uh, all he needed to do was put his head down. He was run. six inches short. I mean, I mean, they weren't even close. They measured that. It yeah. wasn't even close. Yeah, because then he got stopped for a loss. I mean, again, though, I didn't mind that. I thought that was a good play call. I, I like that. He's a come on. You guys have seen how he jumps. Now he didn't let loose. So why not just put him under center and have somebody push him in the back for? Well, I don't down. mind that either. I don't mind that either. <laughs> I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right. Um, thank you again for joining us here on the Husker Online Postgame Show. If you're joining us, uh, we've got some super chats we're going to get to. But before we get to that, Husker Online Postgame Live brought to you by Bauer Underground. They're helping shape Nebraska's infrastructure future. And they're looking for new members to join the team with open positions for laborers, equipment operators, aerial linemen, and foremen. Bauer Underground is searching for the best in construction. Visit BauerUnderground.com to learn more about career opportunities and industry-leading benefits, including competitive pay, employer-paid health insurance, dental disability, vision and life insurance, 401k match, new top-of-the-line equipment, and a clothing allowance. No experience in underground utility construction? No problem. Bauer will train the right people and give you uh, the hands-on experience you need to have a long, rewarding career. 
Want to learn more? Visit Bauer Underground on Facebook to view testimonials from current Bauer teammates, hear about their experiences, the company culture, and the importance of their work. Bauer Underground is family-owned with crews and work sites across Nebraska. Wherever you live, Bauer has an opportunity for you. For more information, like Bauer Underground on Facebook or BauerUnderground.com. Um, come start your new career today. Thank you again to Bauer Underground for sponsoring the Husker Line Shard. We got four super chats, guys. So let's get right to it. Uh, Dylan Witherby, 50 50 balls never seem to go our way, and that needs to change. Uh, I will support this team until the end, but man, I am ready to fill a seat at PBA. <laughs> it's basketball season. Uh, there we go. Go fighting Hoiberg. <laughs> Robin, you got one, baby. That's hey, basketball the season. Di the diehards are the, the loyalist bunch you're ever going to find. So, but that goes to your point, Sean. I mean, like you talked about the play. Nebraska had a tip ball at the line of scrimmage. It falls to the turf. Michigan had a tip ball at the line of scrimmage. They pick it off and go yep. score a touchdown. Like, that's exactly what he's talking about. Those types of plays. 78. Good teams make them. Nebraska isn't making them right now. 78. Did he catch that ball over his shoulder? Yes. That's nice. It's like a helmet catch. I mean, it felt like it was in the air for like 10 minutes. I mean, that, <laughs> that ball was, a nice was catch, though. Like, I mean, it, it was like a, Michigan guys were fighting over who got it caught. It almost it felt like. God dang. I mean, it, that, yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right. Jay Swizzle Sticks is back. Let's go. And he's coming in hot. Jay's buying our beer pretty much on the show tonight. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate you. Uh, I'm back, but we aren't. Gosh darn. Lots of injuries today. Year one of a rebuild. It's just demoralizing. We've said it forever, but the fans have to stop coming eventually, right? Nobody wants it to happen. But, you know, you're right. I mean, this is testing it. And I'll tell you what, oh, this yeah. is testing it. This week really is going to test it. I mean, not only the game, but the announcement of the new stadium facility project, they're going to eliminate almost 22, 23,000 seats. Uh -huh. And Trev Alberts is going to cut out grandfather ticketing to some of the more longer season ticket holders. I mean, there, there's a lot of things this week brought on. And if the product on the field is good, no one's going to like want to lose their tickets. But with the way they're playing right now, yeah. I mean, oh, God. You have to come up with $225 million of private. And that that's the – I mean, some people think it's going to be more than that, Sip. Oh, yeah. It I mean, will the be. project's 450 but – It'll be 600 It'll be $600 million. Um, it, No, and this is – I don't want to go overboard here with negativity. But I think if you're rule, if you're Trev, you got to be somewhat concerned by the lack of buzz this week, followed by this performance. The ticket market. The ticket market. Yeah, I do think all of that – I just look, look at solved by winning. Um, oh, yeah. But I mean, they're just, these are, th these things zap, zap your energy. They're going to zap the fan base's energy. We're going to see it. We're going to see, we're going to see apathy. We already saw it this yeah. week. Well, you keep hearing people say, you know what? I'm, I'm done. You know, until they actually start doing something, I'm, it's not worth it. It's not worth spending all that money and yeah. going through all that effort to come You're to a game. Yeah. And, you know, Tailgate. basically devoting your entire day or even your entire weekend, weekend to come yeah. to these games to go watch a team, your team lose 45 to 7 to where yeah. they're not even competitive from, saw, from the yeah, opening exactly. kickoff. Exactly. So like, you know somebody that spent a lot of money to come in this weekend. Well, yeah, my brother that. and my brother texted me at halftime and said, We got to talk. I'm not going to do this until they get good. Mm -hmm. He came in from Florida with his family. And he was obviously really disappointed. I mean, he said, "Well, I'm, he said I'm not going to do this anymore until they get good." That's and he's a very reasonable person. I mean, that's I guess that's why we started off this show in a brawl because I'm I was disappointed. I just was disappointed with the 
I just want to at least see him take the fight to Michigan. I'm not thinking they're going to win. I didn't pick them to win. And I get I you. I mean, something that take pe- the fight to them though. Something that people care about this much should yeah. not struggle this poor bad. I mean, for this long, when there's this much investment from the whole community, state, mm-hmm. fan it's base, perplexing. It's and, perplexing, and you and, but you can control that attack. You can say we're going to attack no matter what. That's not a talent issue. That's a, I don't know what, I don't know what goes into that. It, it happens. I mean, it happens in sports. The team does, it shows up and doesn't uh, like meet the, the opponent's intensity. I guess it happens, but man, I didn't expect it today. You're an underdog. You're an underdog. I mean, right. bring it. I Next mean, super chat is from Scott's tots. <laughs> um, it must be from the office, right? Scott's tots. Yeah. The office. <laughs> Michael Scott. (laughs) If the offense continues to struggle like they did today, is there a chance rule would make a change at OC? Did they struggle that bad? I mean, how much is the blocking the OC's issue? I mean, how much is the lack of maybe receiver veteran players, the OC's issue? No, I I just don't see that. I mean, I think Satterfield's on a three-year contract that's pretty highly guaranteed, and, and rule is very connected to Satterfield. And I, I think Sip rules involved heavily in what they do in offense. Yeah, for some reason, now you guys correct me here, I wasn't as disappointed with the offense today as I was the defense on special teams. I, I thought because well, the, the de- offense has been bad all year. <laughs> yeah. Defense has been good for the most part. Yeah. And for them to have that type of effort was that's what set me yes. back. Yeah. That was eye popping. Whereas the offense struggling is, you know, okay, we knew we knew they weren't very good. They have their limitations. When they don't run the ball, they're not going to do much. And so that's what happened. And so, Michigan punted one time. So to, I guess to your point, like, I don't know, as a coordinator, what can you do at this point when you have an offensive line? I mean, I guess you could try to play different guys, but Pardon he would been clamoring for Turner Corcoran to get benched. Well, he got hurt, and Teddy Prohaska came in and immediately gave up a sack. So, like, Problem. what what are their options as far as that goes? And then when you have a line that's blocking that poorly, right. or at least at times blocking that poorly, what can you call? When you can't no, run the ball, I, I, no. and then especially when your QB can't run the ball, when the, when the defense intentionally takes away the QB run game, you're very limited. What you could get them on, I guess, Satterfield and the and rule is why didn't you go heavier into the portal at the skill positions, particularly receiver? Yes, you can get them on that. Yeah, but they could have anticipated that Xavier Betts would have quit. True. Isaiah Garcia. Isaiah Garcia. He quit once. No, but it was not on track, dude. I mean, nobody saw that coming. He freaking just walked out in the heart of camp. No, you guys, please get along. Come on, man. You really (laughs) thought after Xavier (laughs) Betts passed like 30 credit hours, he was just going to quit. Well, I'm just saying, when you do it once, there's a track. And Isaiah Garcia Castaneda starter got hurt. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, nobody could have – I mean, people were crushed that were around, that he walked away and Mm -hmm. basically threw it all away. It's a terrible deal. But I'm saying, like, he did have a history. Like that—that that is an inherent risk when you let a guy come back that's already quit a team once. Like, then they lost their running backs, though. Now that's unfortunate. They—they mm-hmm. they lose Ramir Johnson and and Gaber. Well, nothing. That's had, no fault of Saturday. Grant had six carries, and I think part of that was they—they they just said we, we better keep him locked up. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, we're, you know what? We yeah. need this Absolutely. guy. We, I, we're not just going to let Michigan take his knee out. I think they they, they got him out of there. Look out. Yeah. How about Fleeks? Yeah. yeah, he got a seam. Yeah, it, he hit it hard, though. That was good. I, I saw the replay. He hit it pretty That hard. might have been his Quinn Ives special teams moment. That yeah. Like when Ives flashed, that got him on the field. We, we might see Fleeks play next week. Yeah, we might. All right, so, let's, yeah. next yeah, super ahead. chat. James, 
Rule turned around Baylor. Then Aranda won with Rule recruits. After the recruits moved on, Baylor fell apart. They're six and seven last year. They're two and three this year. Trust, Trust the process. Great take by James. Okay. It is a good take. That's the message right now. Yeah, you have to be well. Okay, it's it's tough though. A lot of fans aren't patient because right they've now. been hearing this message for what seven years now, like or more, yeah. or more. Yeah. Like I, I get it. Like I they're know. tired. Like we want action. Like yeah. enough of this. We're 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 on the on the come up. Like oh, we're yeah. we're gonna get this thing figured out because right now it sure didn't look like it. And I know it's year one and game five, uh-huh. but the reality is that that gap between where Nebraska wants to be and where it is now is staggering. How big it is, guys. There's like the, the conversations are sort of confusing. They're they're um, kind of complex because we do agree. I think I, well, at least we did for a period that this was a bowl type team. That there was a lot of veterans on both sides. So of the can ball. be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. That's we're on the same page there. I think it still can be. You can't let this. You can't let this set them. If you're a team leader, you can't let this loss set you too far back. You got to respond well. Um, they didn't respond today. That's what that's what is sticking in my craw. They didn't respond like I thought they would. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank you oh. here for joining us on the Husker Online Postgame Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washed, uh, Husker Online Postgame Live brought to you also by CHI Health. September is Prostate Cancer Awareness Month. This year, it is estimated that over 288,000 men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer. And over 34,000 men will die from the disease. September is Prostate Cancer Awareness Month, and I want to remind you to talk to your health care provider about when to begin prostate cancer screening. Men age 50 and older should talk with their health care provider about when to begin screenings. Finding prostate cancer early makes treatment easier if you don't have a provider, visit chihealth.com to find a provider in a CHI Health clinic near you. Thanks again to CHI Health for sponsoring us here on the Husker Online Show. All right, let's get back into the Super Chats, guys. Mark chimes in and just wants to say, Sip, you're on point, baby. Uh, the team and the crowd were resigned. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what the word is. I, I hate to keep repeating myself. I just wanted to – well, Rule – hey, by the way, I think I caught it on my screen. Rule did address it. I asked him about – I asked him if if Nebraska matched Michigan's intensity. And he said, I don't want to sit here right now and say our guys didn't want to play hard. I think that would belie who they are and the team that they are. The, and, and he said that – well, the, he pointed out the Wolverines are the number two team in the nation – he did, however, say this, and we should have got to this earlier. This is what I'm saying, and this is what Rule said. He said, I didn't feel us necessarily cutting loose and ripping at it, you know, attacking them. That's kind of where we've got to get to, to be honest with you. Now, if I were a pained fan, or even as a journalist, I can do this, I would say, why does it take so long for that? just just being in an attacking mode 
It's not, that's something that I think you can control all the time. You know, that, that's what, I, that's what I would struggle with as a fan and not, I understand where Matt's coming from and I'm not being, I'm not really being as hard on Matt here as I am on the team. I, mm-hmm. the, I just wanted to see him attack. I wanted to see him be the aggressor, you know, and I did not see that. Especially, they got on their heels pretty early, especially with how many veterans they have. Right, it's not you a know? young team. Like, they're a bunch of good, yeah, fourth, fifth, six-year guys. It's not that, a young starting lineup. And so maybe it's that's not. maybe that's the answer. You got a bunch of guys that played a lot of football and lost a lot of games. Yeah. And so when they get in that situation, maybe they are resigned, resigned yeah. that they're not going to be able to compete. Yeah, rule answered it. He had a good a answer. He did have a good answer. And now, speaking of one of those veterans, or you, sorry, you, no, go ahead. Sean. Um, about Reimer, Jay Swizzlesticks had a question about Reimer, um, who was out today. Um, Reimer was in the hospital. Any inside source info on this? Also, I know the team was better, but what happened to our tackle today? And, um, you know, Reimer, they thought he was going to play. He was ready to play. He had some sort of infection and was treated and looked, looked at for maybe a staph infection or something severe, but was taken to the hospital Saturday morning. So hmm. yeah. everybody was very surprised and, and ruled seem genuinely worried about Reimer um, on the tackling front. I just think when you play a better team, they have better players and you know, they have better athletes and they're going to make you miss in space uh, or in tight spaces. That's the thing about those two running backs. They have Corm and Donovan. They will make you miss in tight quarters. They're, Mike they're Hart's good. a good running backs coach. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He is. He's a good running a, back too. Could be a head coach. Yeah. I know so. I know you want to dismiss it, but not having 250 career tackles from Luke Reimer and Deshaun Singleton, who's your best thump in safety, mm-hmm. that made a difference. Those guys behind him are good, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, they, are, they have players. Those guys are him. starting for a reason. Yeah, Singleton has been one of their they're best better. guys, and Reimer is their best guy. Yeah, and Cam I just Lenhart, don't think it would have changed the score. No, but it, it would have made the tackle. It might have, it, might have, it might have had some more third-down stops. Yes. Yeah. It might have gotten off the field a couple I can, more I can times. say that confidently. Okay. Fairly confident. I mean, Singleton it might and it might affected the team mentally. I again, I just wish it would affect the team mentally this way. Hey, our guys are out. We got one in the hospital. We've got to rally, dudes. We got to rally. Not not yeah. us or them saying, oh, what are we going to do? Palms up. I mean, come on. We Our guys are out. We're screwed. Ah, that's not what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. I, I, you would hope they would say next man up next man. And, and you know what? We can be better. Come on. Let's just do it for those guys. Singleton um, it looks bad too. I mean, oh, it did. Look we, bad. Sipple and I watched him with that yeah. right leg. Yeah. He was in a lot I mean, of pain, and it was it was a completely full leg brace from like top to bottom, and they're going to get it looked at. But Rule didn't know if it was ACL or not. That uh, sucks. But I, it, it's it's bad. Rough. It's a bad deal. They're not getting much luck either. I mean, hey, they're not. You can say that. I mean, think about the. Okay, I mean, you think about the injuries. Isaiah Garcia Castaneda, it's not an injury. Bet's leaving, but he left. And then those two running backs, they've had now, they've had some bad, bad luck now. And they're starting quarterback. Yeah, and they're starting right. quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> More, we got four super chats stacked up. Um, Nate chimes in. How better in sync stand cheering's guy? I'm trying. I don't, I don't quite understand what that's supposed to say there. How better in sync stands? Oh, they, they think there should be better in sync cheering in the stands, yeah. Sean. In oh, sync. Oh, just, Kind of organized, yeah. organized. I mean, the Irish song doesn't get yeah. everybody going. <laughs> Sorry, I had a yeah, there's no like real coordinated things. Really Fans need some training. That. Can we get some preseason practice sessions? Hey, Texas Who AM does yell rallies before on the right. Friday. Before huh, it's game. not a terrible, I mean, hey man, the stadium's pretty quiet. 
I mean, now we know why today. Resign. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it was too quiet this week. There's the Husker Bothers power me. across the stadium one. There's the go big. I mean, like that one, like we're, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I there wasn't anything to cheer about though. That's the problem. I yeah. Mean, it's a little easier to have synchronized chance when your team is actually competitive. Now there's, there's a couple ways to look at the rest of the season that are interesting to me. One, the optimist would say, Hey guys, this is the most manageable Big Ten schedule Nebraska will ever Absolutely have for is. the rest of your life. Other than Michigan. <laughs> yeah. And that's and over now. That's over. So that's that's the optimistic way. The the kind of negative way is, oh, great. They're going to play a bunch of bad, te- bad teams the rest of the season and maybe get a few wins. I don't know. I th- It's easy to kind of let this win zap you or this loss zap you. And I don't know. I don't know how fans are. Res- I- I'm wondering how fans are responding right now. I don't know. I, mean, I it seems like nobody expected them to win. I guess so. Maybe it's not that big a deal. Yeah, but I think Ooh, that's, that's a that's a people that's are a, still people are still angry. Are they the same reason you are? Okay. The fact that they, they not that they lost, or the fact that they lost big, but the fact that it looked like they were completely outclassed and just didn't have any effort or intensity. If hey, I'm going to say this: if too many people are angry at me for what I what I said, I'd really worry about that. People because, are just sensitive about the Huskers. They, they care about them. Anyway. Now, here's the thing, though. If people are angry about my take, I worry about the culture here. Because they're defend. What are they defending at that point? I mean, just, mm-hmm. I don't. I, but here's the deal. The whole culture thing is a concern because there seems to be a pretty casual acceptance of a loss like this. Yeah, I mean, I'm hearing a little casual, you know, like compared to previous years. Absolutely. When yeah. a year one situation too, where mm-hmm. every year one Matt rule has had has been, you know, pretty challenging. Right. That's true, Sean. But we, but we, we settled on, I thought we settled on, this isn't a typical year one rule. I mean, rule told Andy that, right. And who's our guy. Yeah. On? He just said, if you get, you'll get, by the way, old miss has 711 yards. <laughs> now hold on, Sean, Andy Staples. Remember what oh, was Rule, it Andy Staples or Andy Kendi? No, well, it could have been both. Rule said that this isn't a typical year one. See, this, these are all mixed messages that we have to get straight with our listeners. Rule told Andy Staples, I believe, and Andy Kendi or whoever that this isn't a typical year one for me. We can win. Remember that whole conversation about Reimer going to him and saying, hey, coach. We're not in a mm-hmm. rebuild here. We're not that bad. But can win, Matt. Just get to a bowl. Because they haven't been to a freaking bowl since 2016. I think right. everyone's definition at Nebraska that they can win is get back to a bowl. Right. And that's, I, that's still on the table. Okay. What they voted not to play in, by the way, in 2020. Now, now, now I'm going to say something. <laughs> I guess you guys would say it's controversial. They didn't play like a bowl team today. No. Now they got four. There are six win teams that have been smoked by top five teams every single year, multiple times a year. Okay. Like, all right, uh-huh. the bar is not that high. We're not talking about compete for a Big Ten championship. We're talking about getting to five hundred mm-hmm. and going to postseason. Like that is the next step for this program. I don't care what anybody says with the resources they pour in. You are what you are. When you're sub five hundred for this long, your next step is going to a bowl game. It is. And the I good news agree. Yeah. is that is very much attainable. All right, guys, we're going to be here for a long time if you don't. Yes, you're absolutely so. right. It's kind of fun, actually. <laughs> we needed. I, I, I was hoping it wouldn't be boring. I got six yeah. super chats uh, stacked up and a sponsor still. So we bear with All me, right, guys. When I try to take the wheel back, let me take the wheel back. Um, Chris says. Does it feel like there were some unrealistic expectations for Nebraska against Michigan? I think we measure their program against the next four teams. And I think you're right. And, and Sip has said this this week, the schedule will never be more manageable for Nebraska. And I think 
particularly these next four weeks. Yeah. A struggling Illinois team, a, a Northwestern team with a lame duck coach, a Purdue team and a year one head coach. And then who's the next one? Um, I guess you have Maryland in there. Who is in, in Illinois? Illinois is struggling. Um, oh, hold on. There's a schedule right there, Sean. And then oh, Mi- this Michigan State. And then Michigan State, yeah. which their collective announced this week they're going to stop paying their players. I mean, <laughs> imagine that situation right now with Mel Tucker, the collective not paying players. Not good. No, that's bad news. That's bad news. So, yeah, then Maryland's hot. Wisconsin's Wisconsin on the road. Iowa could ha- not have their quarterback. So, it is, I mean. You could there, find four wins out of that. There's opportunity. That's all I'm saying. You can easily find four wins no, out of I that. I think you're right. Nebraska's shown that they can beat those types of teams. Now, they're, now hoping, can they do it? Can I was just they, hoping for a little momentum from this. I agree. A little momentum. I agree. But with the, with the expectations against Michigan, I think a lot of people just wanted to find the path. Like, how can they do it? Mm-hmm. But again, like, three, three score dogs. You know, like a little momentum out of this. Yeah. Not the opposite. Just some punch back. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. That's a good way to put it. Just like, some South like you can lose punch by, back. You can lose by 17. It can look a whole lot I just better. Want than a, that. I just want some South O punch back. There you go. Like me being an undersized post player. Yeah. Like you just going didn't against give like in. Sean boxing out against some yeah, six you just five didn't, dude. You know, you, your a mom six, seven guy. Your mom just didn't <laughs> pat you on the back. Say it's okay, Sean. You got you, you're giving up six inches on that guy to the point where you draw like an offensive foul because he you you frustrate the guy so bad that he's like. Well, yeah, Sean, you shove. I did your, that. I still you shove your that. forearm into a neck, I and mean, that's why I wanted to see. I wanted to see that today. I wanted to see Sean shoving his forearm into somebody's neck. This is not. That's what I want to see. Your father's big eight, though, Steve Sipple. The the Big Ten is a much different league than what Nebraska's ever been in, and it's getting better and better every oh, year. Oh, Michigan. And I do – hey, guys, is I, I said Michigan's not the number two team in the country. Okay, they're number four or five. They're really good. I mean, they're – they just haven't – they don't have the wins that Texas – you know, they don't have a win at Tuscaloosa. They don't have a win at South Bend. They don't have a – you know, Florida State win against LSU. They don't have that, so I would put them four or five. They're they're really good though. Like yeah. that's a machine over. There. And they're they're the program that Nebraska wants to be. Matt Rule said that. Uh, they he says they look at the what Michigan has built. Whoa. That's what Nebraska wants Whoa. to become. And that if this be was cute. a barometer game, Nebraska didn't even register. Remember where they right wanted now. a fire hardball. Rob had a good line there. We missed it. If this was oh. a barometer game. It's a barometer game, and Nebraska didn't even register. Write no. that. You'd say that to me. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, thanks again for watching Husker Online show. Uh, we got a number of uh, super chats I'll get to, but um, final sponsor I want to work in is Home Field Apparel. If you're looking um, just to pick up some new great Husker gear, uh, we've partnered with Home Field Apparel based out of Indianapolis. They emphasize their commitment on creating incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. Homefield designs are super unique because they delve into the archives and the history of each school using unique logos, mascots, iconic moments to create thoughtfully designed apparel. Uh, it's basketball season as well. You can get a lot of cool stuff, unique items. Uh, check it out um, at their website at homefieldapparel.com. We've got a great 
deal as well for Husker Online listeners. You'll get 15% off by using promo code Huskers23. Uh, so that's homefieldapparel.com, promo code Huskers23 to receive a 15% discount. Thank you again to Home Field Apparel uh, for sponsoring us here on the Husker Online Postgame Show. All right, Dream and Digital comes into the super chat. I understand why we have to update the stadium. We have to entice the young fans to financially support the team. Older fans had the luxury of watching a good team. They won't be going. They're not going to be around forever. Around and, forever. and you, you know, as hard as it is, you're right, to, to spend this kind of money. Memorial Stadium is so important for the future of what this program is. And I agree 100% with – Trev Alberts that they have to get this thing fixed up for the future. I mean, they oh god. Yeah. I mean, today looking at it, I mean, it just it just looked like a hot grill with like nowhere to go. I mean, I mean, just that sounds really appealing. I mean, just <laughs> ninety eight degrees, <laughs> limited entry ramps and points, uh-huh. shade concessions. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just today was kind of like yeah, they they probably need to get this thing done. Oh yeah, well, there's a reason everybody cleared out because yeah, they wanted to do other things, but you know, those other things are in the stadium when you can go and have easy access to concessions or there's a sports bar or whatever it may be like that might be a little more enticing, but Nebraska is beyond due for stadium renovation, especially with the way it's not just football. Like they want to make Memorial stadium, a athletic department, a university facility where you're going to have more volleyball matches, more concerts, concerts. more the volleyball unique thing, I think, things. I don't know how many more they can do. I mean, like one every few years. All I'm saying is you, you can think outside of the box, as Trev Alberts always says, beyond the seven Saturdays in the fall. And yeah, so that's, do that. that's where that goes. And But the re- reality is they got a bunch of students that are tucked away in the corner right now, and they're not enjoying their experience the way they used to 10, 20 years ago. And so that's that's got to change. You got to make it a more student-involved experience. You got to make it more comfortable for fans to be able to access their seats and to get – concessions and to go to bathrooms like these are all things that every other stadium in the big 10 is doing or already has done so nebraska has almost been left in the dust in that regard and now they're up against it where you know they're almost playing catch up all right guys i got six super chats i'm going to try to fly us roll roll uh jay swizzle sticks sip props to you for a non-alcoholic beverage after today well i hey i did start in on this he's got, he's got a three-quarter yeah, full bush spotted yeah. cow yeah delivery i went to the spot hey Jay Swizzle Sticks. I did go to the Spotted Cow. All right. Zach <laughs> Nicky comes in with a super chat. It's hard to attack when you're getting whipped up front on both sides of the ball. Unfortunately, it's been a re- recurring theme for years. And the line play. And yeah, I think you whipped. can measure the fall of Nebraska in the Big Ten Conference with the fall of the line play. I didn't think they get whipped up front on once defense. The, hey, once the pros Nebraska had on lines of scrimmage left the roster, I mean, people used to be critical of Matt Farniak and Hymas. They're pros. NFL dudes. Like, you would kill to have Hymas right now. Yeah, you would. You'd you kill would. to have Farniak. You absolutely right now. would. You would. That's no joke. I mean, that's the way it is right now. What's his. Uh, oh, wow. Did. Uh, yeah, Ole Miss won. Ole Miss held on to So win. Ole Miss beat who? LSU. LSU went back and forth. Oh, my God. 55 to 49. I missed that one. Classic as over 700 yards. Good God. For Lane Kiffin. Good God. That's an embarrassment for LSU. That is. Um, 
so, so back to the matter at hand. back to the trenches yeah and a game like this just puts a magnifying glass on that more than ever where nebraska was just not even competitive on the other side no they weren't they, they, they couldn't stop the run and they couldn't run the ball and they couldn't protect the quarterback and they couldn't get to the quarterback nope. i did not envision michigan's offensive line i mean the talk had been mm, what's wrong they you know they were missing their not missing oh yeah they were missing because he graduated the the center that won the outland last year that won the remington trophy and it, it, it looked like they had taken a step down didn't look like any step down today uh, for those just joining us i guess it bears repeating rule said he figured that harbaugh looked at nebraska top ranked rush defense and probably motivated his guys and said okay let's do this you know what and that would be great motivation for michigan all week nebraska's walking around they're the number one rush defense in the country. Let's bring them down a few pegs because that's what we do. I mean, we're the champions. Mm -hmm. I bet that was prime motivation. Got to maintain the order. Judy yeah. Small comes in uh, with a super chat. Reality check. We have mediocre players. The best ones are out right now with injuries, and we have first-year coaches. The fans are so – the fans <laughs> are impatient. And, Judy, I think the, 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 the nature of fans always is to be impatient. That's what makes fans fans. We're supposed fans and patience. We're sports fans, so we can call ourselves fans. Like, yeah. I mean, you're, you're supposed to question things. That's what a fan is. Well, especially when they've been asked to be patient for the better part of a decade now and have had zero results or reward for it. So I think that it's is a bigger part to this issue. It's not the fact about Nebraska's current situation, it's the totality oh. of what the last decade plus have been with Nebraska football. How this being the latest example, how many times you're embarrassed on a national stage. And it's almost like embarrassing to come home, to come to work the next Monday and being a Nebraska fan because of the, what, what the product has been for far too long. And so patience is easy to say, yeah, first year coach, they've had injuries, but how much longer can you tell yourself that each and every year? Like, well, it's because of this, this, and this, what about next year? Right. And then next year happens. It's the same thing. Oh, you, you you guys, I, I just chuckle when people talk about patience in any with any team in any sport. Nothing patience. in life is patient right now. No, no, patience is a is a funny term to me. Um, but it's you do kind of need it in this case. You do in the but while you're waiting for the program to build, you want to see progress. Say we didn't see it. You okay? We can all agree that as a program is building, you can there's times you can see progress today. Not only did we not see progress, we saw a step back oh, yeah. and that now fans are pissed. What voice it. You pay a lot of money. You, it's not only, it's not only it, it. There's also emotional expenditure. There's financial expenditure. There's all kinds of, ex, there's time expenditure. Yeah. Voice your disapproval. We, it's fine. That's all I was doing earlier. I mean, we cover this stuff hard. I just want to see, I just want to see them compete. Yeah. Try to write these stories. And we have yeah. a um, super chat from Scott's Tots, Megan, towards the bottom. Um, and, and he expresses what you just said. Show it as a fan. Well, Scott Tots' brother drove from Dallas for the game, and he left by half. Oh, I hate those stories. That's the worst. I hate those stories. I do. It's hard to hear that. Yeah, you just think about that kind of investment. Like yeah, you're I, telling everyone all week, I'm going back to Nebraska for the big game against Michigan. Yeah, probably took work off. You know, like that sort of thing. Like it's. I met a buddy for breakfast last week. He's a he's a fifty some year old guy who saw the great times. He came back here for for the game. This was for the win last week. It was seven to seven against Louisiana Tech at halftime. He left. He said it's just so. He said that 
the product has just fallen so far that he goes, I can't watch it. See, now he's talking from the perspective of when they were loaded. I mean, they remember this team used to be Alabama, and, and a lot of people remember that. It used to be Alabama. Mm-hmm. You used to have Sean, you'd have nine pros on one side of the ball. I mean, this is a different era of college football, too. I mean, it's, well, Michigan's got that. There's more Michigan's teams got, that have good players now than back then. Yeah. Michigan, of, though, has four. You were talking to an agent. I was talking to an agent. They have four draftable offensive linemen. And what I've heard is they have a few on the bench. Yeah, seven on the senior, seven <laughs> on the on senior the bowl watch list. <laughs> seven on the senior. That, see, that's they're loaded up. They're loaded up. Um, Zach Nicky, super chat. Nebraska fans just want to see progress and yeah. make fundamental plays. Example, fumble, yep. false yep. start, Thank sack, you. missed field goal. Thank you. Far, far from fundamental. Thank you. And I'll say God bless you for those saying those little five yard penalties yeah. the offense gets. I mean, some teams can overcome those. Yeah. Like Lane Kiffin's old miss that was just on TV that had 700 yards. They can overcome a five. Yeah, I appreciate penalty. that. I pre- that's what I'm talking about. Nebraska can't overcome five yard penalties. They can't overcome missed field goals right now. They no. have to, they need everything. Right. And that's what I was saying. I, I, that's my disappointment. I mean, a guy missing a 40 yarder with no pressure on him. I, I, come on. I mean, this is, this is, this is the big, like you guys say, this is the big 10. That's a, you should make that. How many penalties and turnovers combined did Michigan have today? One. Zero or zero. Right. Zero. That's, and it wasn't like Nebraska was really mistake prone, but you know, enough. But when you're playing a team that doesn't make any mistakes, they weren't pressured. Right? Yeah, that's how you lose. They weren't pressured. <laughs> that's how you lose. They didn't have any 38. Michigan, this is my disappointment. And I and I will continue to be disappointed this for the rest of the season. Michigan came to town and, and didn't feel any stress. No. They felt no stress. And that so was, it was like the they were going to Rutgers. Nebraska had going. All right, they're on the road for the first time. Yeah. 90,000 or 87, whatever yeah, it is. Big now, crowd. Big crowd. Like, hey, you, you can give Apply them a little some stress, pressure. But the blitz in the Four-man rush didn't get home. Ever. No, no, it didn't. Like, Not even close. No, McCarthy had a lot of time. I mean, there were a couple, like I mean, he could do whatever he and he's good, guys. He's really good. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He's a surgeon. He's a surgeon. That that touchdown pass he threw in the back of the end zone. Uh-huh. Now that he made that look easy, but that couldn't have been easy. Um, all right, it. Jeremy Brandt, super chat. Very important question from Jeremy. What steakhouse in Illinois? <laughs> Jeremy, yeah, lay it out, Sean. Um it's a tricky question. It's a tricky question. We we went to what would be considered. I forget what he. Yeah, called. I don't remember what it was. Chester J. Chester, something like yeah, average. It, it was okay. We went to what was one like they're not. Robin and I have been to Illinois a lot, <laughs> yeah. um, more than you can count. And <laughs> we drove to the Beef House two yeah, years ago. That was and that was an a thirty or forty minute drive. Not worth it. And it's it's kind of an old school legendary mm-hmm. steakhouse, but. We've determined our two plays in Illinois are Papa Dell's Pizza mm-hmm. and then Black Dog Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've had Black Dog. Yep. Um, Papa Dell's Pizza and Black Dog Both Barbecue. Elite. And then what's the bar we always like there? Champs? Uh, uh, or Legends? Legends. 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 Yeah. So what's the plan? We're going to get there Thursday, right? Yes. Thursday. And then what? Probably get pizza. Okay. And then Is barbecue it- for lunch. Oh, barbecue for lunch and then pizza for Friday night, Thursday uh, night. Thursday right? night. Sounds good to me. Okay. Hit and up. what about what about lunch on on Friday, game day? What's barbecue. our barbecue? Oh, Black barbecue. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about lunch when we get into town on Thursday. Well, when we land, what time will it be? We're gonna be we're gonna be kind of on the go. It might be we might go see you're gonna get a hot dog at the O'Hare at airport. The O'Hare so airport. That's what you're gonna get hot no. beef sandwich with Pete at our <laughs> Pete. at okay. the uh, Skybridge. So but the, the bottom line is we're leaving Thursday. 
uh, via plane and we get into champagne thursday at what time afternoon late afternoon oh that's pizza day yeah okay. we're gonna go we're gonna go to papadels okay great great pizza spot all right jay swizzle sticks we got two left to cram in here guys uh thank you jay by the oh, way shit. you are a <laughs> jay has quickly become our we got three now we got another one just jumped in here we go oh, oh shucks shucks sip is drunk <laughs> michigan beat it out of him i'm bringing homemade bloody mary's down to the next home post game show that make them spicy and i'll yeah, do please that. do i kind of think eventually there there's gonna be more to this post game we're gonna be somewhere yeah like this thing is gonna be bigger we'll get it sponsored at a place i mean we're it's 15 20 000 views every game now and yeah we, I mean, we just launched this thing in our second year yeah if we get in fights, that would be really good. Well, yeah. and we can that's make that part up. of the magic. I mean, <laughs> part of that first round fight we had. Yeah. Oh, those emotions. Yeah. Simple, I mean, that. Simple gets angry. I was not angry at all. But you're not, not going to back down. No, I wasn't angry. You're well trained on a radio show daily where you have to stick up for yourself. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, all right. JDO, Super Chat. If we have another losing season, how impactful oh. do you think that will be on next year's recruiting class, transport class? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, you're seeing the frustration, I think, with Husker fans now with NIL and recruiting. I think there's just this notion that because Nebraska has, you know, quality NIL and fan, a strong fan base, that they can just buy players. Well, guess what? Everybody has NIL now. Yeah. And the yep. market for NIL is the market. So, if, you know, if players have similar opportunities everywhere, yep. then they pick the best fit yep. or the best place. I mean, you can't just overpay for players. No, you can't. There's a, you know, that's a whole philosophical. We could do an entire. Yeah, that's a whole like bi-week show. Yeah, it's, we could do an entire podcast on. But Sean, the thing you, the point you drive home a lot, and it's correct. Nebraska's not losing because their NIL is deficient. That's not it. I mean, they have a Nebraska has a thriving NIL operation. Well, the football program runs the NIL for the most part. I mean, they, they the collective operates what the to what the the football program how, how they want things. Done. And there's enough money. There's enough money. Nebraska's not getting. They're not losing players because they can't pay them. I mean, so don't. I mean, I don't. No, Nebraska. I mean, Nebraska's set up to win. I, I believe it, that. And a lot of it too isn't just like going and paying a bunch of money to get players. It's about retaining your players. That's a lot of it. Now. I mean, they just lost a guy that was on Michigan's roster. Yeah. Ernest Hausman, who he, not he only went, place today? oh yeah, I mean he had a tackle. I didn't really hear his name much. No, not much. Either way, uh, he uh, not tackles. only went to go play at a better program, he went to probably make some more nil. I'm not even. I mean, Michigan's nil though, from what I gather, they just have a real base package. Mm -hmm. And nil has become this. Everybody offers somewhat of a base package where everybody gets kind of like a twenty to thirty thousand dollar marker, and they don't make it known though, right? It's not really a public thing. Right. But this has become the norm, and then you play yourself up to to better nil. Okay, and that makes sense. You know, so Michigan, I can tell you from some recruits I know that I spoke. I mean, their nil is very base. Like, and then the better players get more. Yeah, I think that's how Rule wants to do it here. I, I don't think Rule is like very in the market to overpay for one or two high school players. I think he wants to retain his good players, maintain his roster, and then find portal guys that can make them better. And I think you're exactly right. I it, And we just now see that, you know, what else is interesting guys is this notion of patience. People are going to throw that at that portal thing at you. So you don't have to be as patient. Yeah. How is Kansas four and one? Nebraska I mean, just got whipped by a team that didn't have any patience. Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Now, they're kind of experiencing the other side of it. Kind of. But you know what? 
they got on the map really quick. Yeah. There See, was there was no crock pot cooking there. They were in the microwave on high for <laughs> two minutes. These are fat hey, piping guys, hot. Yeah. These guys, hey guys, these are fascinating conversations because you guys are old enough and I'm old enough, certainly that you remember when patience was something you would say, Hey man, give this guy time. You got to develop these. You got to get some young guys and develop them. Cause well, now gonna... people are turning over rosters fast and, and getting their programs going fast. Now, not everybody wants to do it that way. I don't think Matt rule wants to do it that way. He wants to build culture. Yeah. Culture. And that will do, that will require some patience. But but will will Nebraska fans be patient when there's prog- other programs that are shooting past them that j- are just saying we're going to the portal we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna over we're gonna overhaul it with the portal you know all right uh, final super chat here and our final comment here from Spark Adventures will the Northwestern game be a night game you know that game is set for October twenty first so we won't know that oh. in, until the Monday of after. Illinois. So we won't know that until next Monday. Uh, it's a 12 day ad- announcement window. Um, so if I w- were to tell you it's a night game, that'd be a complete guess. I mean, I, it could be any one of the three windows, 11, 2 30 or night. And a lot of it depends on the windows. That's also postseason baseball time. Mm. So that's when Fox kind of has a wackier schedule um, with their windows. Cause they have so much yep. postseason baseball. Oh, so yeah, that's good. Um, it's, um, it's a complete crap. I mean, it's probably a BTN game. Um, every single Big Ten team has to play at least one game on the BTN. And so that might be Nebraska's for sure BTN game that they get. They play a lot on FS1 and Fox and other places, uh, NBC. <coughs> um, so that I'm going to I'm gonna guess 11 a.m. BTN. Can I close this on a good note, please? Yes. I think it's great that Nebraska is going on the road. I really do. I think they need to get out of here. It, it can bond you as a team. It can it can lead to more focus. You get on the road. You're just with your guys. You get you, you know what you take your 74 best. You go on the road, regroup, okay, away from the pressure, um, into a manageable environment against a team you can beat. I think this is. I think this this game falls at a good time, and it's against a, a team that's a good fit for this situation instead of going and playing another team from the East. It's really good. Or like going to Michigan state right now would be hard, mm-hmm. but well, that's not a good example because they're not very good, but going to Maryland right now would be hard. Um, instead manageable game. You go on the road with your 74 best guys and get regrouped. That's the, that's the good news. They are. zero and two on the road this year. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Raw, hey, side, side, this Raw. will be their easy. This will be their most favorable road environment though. Like this will not be oh, a yeah. sold out. I am to close it on it. <laughs> okay, we got two. I got to cram two more in yeah, now. Cram two in. Uh, Come on, Matthew. Just said not to brag that he called Fleeks at running back two weeks ago. Good call on Fleeks, yeah. Matt. Yeah, Fleeks. And he, he looked the guys. Day. He didn't look like a guy that showed up overweight to camp to me. No, <laughs> I mean, that might be the longest run of the year. It's sort of fascinating what Rule said this week. He said, "Well, Fleeks was always kind of a receiver that looked like a running back." <laughs> Okay, why wasn't he playing running back yeah. then? Uh, <laughs> but anyway, anyway. I mean, his first carry as a Husker goes for 75. Or did he have a reverse in one of the early games? I don't think no, so. No, I think that was his first carry. His first carry goes for 74 yards. That's pretty good. Uh, Matthew just has one more comment here before we close. $450 million goes a long way. Projects or players? Ooh, what's more important? Great discussion. Ooh. Now, I will say that Memorial Stadium, like, it has to get better. Like, there's just, like infrastructure things that need to improve now 
you can make the case like now do they need to go and do all these extra bells and whistles well i mean that's a it's phil- only cost philosophical it question because it's not just about the team it's about the fan experience and right now nebraska's fan experience is not great it's great so, when you're winning that's the even thing. then yeah I mean, even then <laughs> getting up and down those aisles like yeah. it's that's true for a lot of people it's hard that's true even yeah I saw so many people today being hauled off too. I mean, it was it was a what a great day at the state. I mean, it was a. I would mean I was forty five to seven. Before getting hauled off, I was in the elevator with somebody being hauled off by the Red Cross. I mean, it was those guys. It was a a full day for that crew. But to the point, like this whole like facilities and you know new locker rooms and all that stuff. Like, is that where your money should be going? Ah, or should all that booster fundraising be going towards paying six million dollars for a top flight quarterback? Yeah, no, it's a good. I, well, it's already in competition with each other. Right. I mean, the collective versus like dollars to pay for this—they're kind of competing. Absolutely, they are. Major. Those hey, boosters man. are only going to cut so many checks. Hey, man, this is AD. This is the. This is where the AD has to be a leader, a big time leader, because this is the you have to establish. You know, parameters and a culture that answers these questions correctly. Okay, what does it go to? Players or facilities? It's going to go to both, but how's it weighted? <laughs> this is a man. It's a Memorial being Stadium, an AD though, right now. He's earning all that money. He's earning all that money. It's the crown jewel, though. Like, what's that? Memorial Stadium. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like, it's got to be. It, it's got to be treated that way. I mean, it, it's got to like be treated that the way. Mormon temple for Nebraska fans. <laughs> I mean, you can't like let that thing go, go to hell. Good I mean, God. Good, like, God. good God. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like the Mormon temple. I mean, it, there's a lot of pride. You can't like not have it be up to speed. I mean, they and there's no, a you're lot. Right. I mean, <laughs> no, you're laughing too hard. I'm laughing too hard. Uh, we appreciate everybody joining us here. Um, and we will be live after Illinois. Oh, God. Um, ideally somewhere in, in Champaign in the press box. But uh, hopefully we'll, we'll have a much better outcome to speak on. But uh, regular shows this week as well. Uh, we're going to be Monday and Wednesday this week, though, with Husker Online show and then headlines because we'll be traveling Thursday. Post game show will be Friday, so it's a Monday, Wednesday, Friday operation for our YouTube channel. Um, thank you for watching us. We've got great coverage on HuskerOnline.com. You can read Steve Sipple's column, Robin's five takes, my final take. Um, lots of great coverage. A great deal right now. Try Husker Online for one month for one dollar check us out huskerline.com for steve sipple robin washett i'm sean callahan signing off here for the husker online post game live show